Solwete de Skipoli. Welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's, where we're going to be going over fourth declension nouns in Latin, which correlates with Wheelock's chapter 20. Doing a little bit of a jumping around here with Wheelock, but uh, you know what? I can do whatever I want because this is my podcast and I'm the master of my own universe. So, um, yeah, we're just going to take it in stride. Uh, and uh, once we start to well, you know, I, I feel like at this point, we've gone over enough to grammar to where we could successfully translate some stories and or myths. So I'm wondering how I could potentially do that, where I first maybe read it in Latin and then slowly translated it. You know what? I'll think about that, see if maybe I'm thinking about doing also YouTube. I just... uh uh, made an Instagram, but have yet to post. Uh, I've been reading that in order to really uh, get your information out there to a wider audience, you really got to utilize a lot of platforms. And I realize I'm not really sharing it. So and I want this to become a big thing. We're gonna it's gonna hit critical mass, you guys, it's gonna I love that word, by the way, or the, that phrase. It's just gonna hit to uh, hit a point where it's gonna go viral. We got to make it happen. We got to create this resurgence for Latin, right? Or renegades of language, as I like to say in my trailer. Anyways, so um, to begin this chapter, uh, there's really only one important rule to remember here, and that is that fourth declension nouns contain U-stem nouns, which are almost always masculine in gender. So fourth declension is Latin's U-stem declension, in which almost all the nouns are masculine in gender. Ironically, the one major exception is probably the most commonly used fourth declension noun, manus, manus, uh, which is feminine, and that means hand. So, uh, I, I, I like to think like another word would be like manual. Uh, anyways, this declension is unique to Latin. Among Indo-European languages, there really isn't anything exactly like it. Seen from the long view li linguistically, and I'm just going to go into a little bit of a tangent and then we'll get back to it. It was a short-lived attempt by the Romans to create a distinctive U-stem declension, and the experiment didn't really turn out that well. That's really what this is. So by historical standards, fourth declension didn't last long at all. So... That's cool because we don't really have a lot of words that we need to memorize in the fourth declension. So as early as the fourth century CE, fourth declension forms were beginning to be sub subsumed into the second declension. Um, and by the end of the classical age, the declension had begun to disappear altogether. So there's a little historic uh, linguistic um, thing for you, a little tidbit there. Um, so... You know, not not that you're going to, you know, just whip that out at a party and be like, oh, did you know that uh, in Latin, the fourth declension is actually a distinctive U-stem declension? Um, and that is because it was an ex experiment be that the Romans wanted to do to make it distinctive and unlike any other language. But by historical standards, didn't really work out, blah, 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 blah. Nobody really wants to learn that, I don't think, maybe, unless you're a real nerd. So, unfortunately, even though it wasn't used all that much within the classical age, it was still a fully active form. So, you have to know it. I know. It's unfortunate. You'll be okay. I was okay. 
Um, here are the endings for the fourth declension. So starting in the the first, uh, the or I mean the nominative singular and going down the singulars, we're going to have us, us, ui, um, u. And when I see ui, it's, <laughs> it's ui. I chuckle when I say these endings. And then in the plural, we have us, um, with two u's, u-u-m, ibus, us, ibus. Um, so... Again, look at that. We've got both the dative and the ablative plural matching and looking very much similar to the third declension. Anyways, notice how you can't escape the strong presence of the U. It dominates eight of the ten forms, producing what has to be the most distinctive genitive plural ending in Latin, the UUM that I mentioned before. But if you think of memorizing the fourth declension endings with a formula, the base ending is U plus the third declension endings added on, right? Look at it that way, <clears throat> and that can save you some time memorizing the endings. So, fourth declension also includes a few neuter nouns, so here are the endings for those. So, we have oo, us, oo, oo, oo. So, all of those are u's. So, in the singular, it's a u, and then it's us, and then u, u, and u. And then the plural, it's ua, um, ibus, ua, ibus. And here's a fourth declension neuter noun fully declined just to give you a little context. So cornu, cornus, cornu, 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 cornua, cornuum, cornuibus, cornua, cornuibus. Note there are no man mandatory long marks here. So that's really it. Um, there's not much else to, uh, having to do with it grammatically. There's no tricks. There's no hidden caveats. Um, that's it. So I'm going to go ahead, leave it at that. Um, don't want to do any more recitation. We're going to jump into the ablative of separation really quick. The term ablative denotes separation. In Latin, ab means from and lat means carry or to go. Thus, the original use of the ablative was to indicate where something came from. Other uses like means and objects of prepositions developed later on. So, in other words, the ablative of separation shows the old, oldest, the original, the use of the ablative. So, the ablative of separation naturally, naturally occurs with verbs that have a built-in sense of separation, like the verb careo, which means lack. For example, pecunia correo, so I lack money. Literally, I am separate from money. Does that make sense? Um, so notice the lack of any preposition in this construction. So when a word is ablative, has no preposition, and its meaning denotes that two things are apart from one another, for instance, me and my money, sad day, then that use of the ablative is called the ablative separation. Simple enough. I'm not going to dive much deeper into that. I'll keep this episode nice and succinct. So with that being said, if you guys enjoyed the episode, I urge you to go ahead um, and uh, go on Apple Podcasts, type in Latin and Layman's, hit me up, scroll down to the bottom, give me a five-star review maybe, maybe something, say something nice, help the algorithm in my favor like I've said before. Love you all for doing that, and uh, you guys all have a wonderful day. Tempest est de